What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. This is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report. Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, just yeah. just arriving there. Just in. Hey, glad you could show up. Hey. Coming at you live uh, for our May the 4th Be With You show. Yeah, right, whatever. Show number 279. Uh, yeah, coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. From the John Young Racing, Racing for First Responders, Dave Kimmer studio. Tonight on the show, we're going to be uh, speaking with Scott Schultz, get a little preview of the uh, Toledo and Flat Rock seasons. Jerry Keezer should be joining us as well. We'll talk some uh, Lima yeah, Land. Where is he? I'm not sure. I'm just, I was. I thought I was going to be all alone here. I started must, the show. I'm like, must, nobody's here. Must be a late for work day. Yeah. So uh, we got that. And? We, and? And I... I, I Got uh, I got some cryptic message about uh, some breaking news coming up uh, later on in the show. Really? That's all I can say. Okay. Yes. So without uh, further ado, how about we uh, get things going here? We got to mention Big D's Pizza and Clyde. Give them a call right now, 419-547-1444. Order online at Order Big D's Pizza. I forgot to hit record. I was so... Uh, Oh. So messed up on our on our audio here, but that's okay. Oh. It's all good. Uh, check out the uh, new chicken cordon bleu sandwich with ranch or honey mustard, only six ninety nine, or the parmesan meal, uh, chicken parmesan meal with chicken uh, parmesan with spaghetti salad and uh, dressing and a breadstick, all for just nine seventy five. They also have, uh, I believe, it's their first barbecue of the season going on. Ooh, stop it, Scott! I didn't have dinner yet. Yeah, and they have, oh, I have it you right here. You could have waited and talked Look, about it. There it is. Brisket, pulled pork, ribs, chicken, pork, oh tater. Oh, my. And I wasn't sure about this last one. And I think that's loaded mac and cheese. Is I'll that, bet it is. Is that something you make on a barbecue? Could be. Or does that just go with the barbecue stuff? I'll bet it's loaded mac and cheese. Okay, we'll, just, uh, we'll, leave, uh, we'll go with that. I'll bet if you turn the comments on, somebody will tell us. They're on. Oh, we'll, okay. we'll see if uh, Dean pops in. Uh, order if you order stuff now, you might uh, have it in time for uh, well before the features. If uh, you happen to be watching uh, the action at Atomic Speedway tonight, uh, the All Stars Dirt, Dirt Vision or Flow? I believe it's Flow. Okay, they have uh, the All Star Circuit of Champions and the Lucas Oil Late Model Series both in action. So cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. See there. Thanks, John. Forgot about that. Uh, DCR Graphics, they're locally owned and operated. They do full wraps starting at just $350. If you haven't got your car wrapped yet, and I know a lot of times uh, there's cars that show up uh, opening night with just taped on numbers, uh, it's probably not too late to give them a call. They, I did uh, that a couple of years ago in Roman <laughs> numerals. Yes, I yes I remember that. Uh, give them a call right now, uh, DCR Graphics, 419-308-9523. They specialize in banners, stickers, die casts, uh, like the... Little car right up there. Yeah, they can make car. Uh, little uh, replicas of, of your car, uh, late models, and, and the uh, thirty-five got two weeks in a row. Oh, you're right. I forgot to turn it around this time. But if, if you're looking at it on your phone, it looks like a little tiny thing. It's probably 
pretty hard to see. So there's that. Uh, yeah. DCR Graphics, you also uh, can order your official Hammerdown Racing Report uh, window stickers from uh, DCR. Just uh, five bucks. and He'll mail it out to you. So, again, DCR Graphics is 419-308-9523. Or check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCR Graphics. And uh, free stream photos for all your racing photo needs. Charlie's back at Oakshade Raceway on a uh, weekly basis. Makes it out to other tracks uh, as well. Uh, working on uh, all kinds of custom gift items where they can put uh, any freeze frame photo on there. That's pretty cool. Probably make shirts, I'm guessing. I don't know. I don't know. If not, if I'm sure they probably could. If they're not offering it now, they will they, in the future. They will. Yes. Uh, and Kids Night is going to be returning to Oakshade this summer. First 50 kids uh, getting a... Uh, First 50 kids in through the main gate get a uh, ticket that they can redeem for a free 4x6 photo. I think they've photo. got almost all of their nights sponsored yeah, already. Yeah, they're, it's almost booked up. So I, if, uh, I, The last I checked, there was one slot left. Is so. that it? I thought, I, thought yeah. I saw three last time I saw, so yeah. you must have saw something newer. But uh, if you want to sponsor one of those kids' nights, uh, help them out. 50 bucks, I believe, uh, for a night. And, uh, right. You'll, uh, you'll be the official sponsor that night. For 50 kids yeah. getting... Getting photos. That's a good deal. That's pretty, and they can redeem uh, that ticket for the uh, free 4x6 photo uh, anytime uh, during the night that right. the freeze frame booth is open. Sometimes they don't have enough staff there, so it's only open before racing and intermission and after the races. Right. So so hang on to those. Uh, but after that night, though, it's probably no good. Sorry. Freeze frame photos, special moments, frozen in time. I also got to thank Oakshade Raceway, Ron Miller Race Cares, and Headhunters Barber Studio and Salon. I'm going to uh, head there this weekend and get a Get rid of some extra hair. Too much weight. It's drag. It slows me down. Uh, I got some uh, action from this past weekend, and most of it involves raindrops. So it is your racing roundup. Racing roundup. Attica Raceway Park rained out. Oakshade Raceway rained out. Fremont Speedway rained out. Sandusky Speedway rained out. This was all last weekend, by the way. Butler Speedway test and tune. Was that rained out too? Rained out. Yeah. Uh, the Lucas Oil uh, Late Model Dirt Series was uh, rained out Friday night, Georgetown Speedway. Saturday night, also rained out. Port Royal, also rained out. Uh, the uh, Georgetown Speedway, we mentioned this last weekend, is rescheduled to Thursday, August 24th. The other two shows will not be made up. Um, World of Outlaw, NASA Energy Drink, Sprint Car Series, they're like the only series that seems to be, they picked the right tracks for yeah. the spring. <laughs> they're getting racing action. And Tri-State Speedway, uh, on Friday night, David Gravel picked up his fourth World of Outlaw win of the season. Saturday night at Tri-State Speedway, it was uh, Brady Bacon getting his first World of Outlaw win, and Darren Nida finished 16th in that one. Well, that's a big deal. So, yeah, pretty cool stuff there. High Limit Sprint Car Series, they were uh, scheduled to race Tuesday, and then that got postponed to Wednesday because of the forecast, and then uh, more rain just, uh, they said no. It's postponed due to rain. They're going to make up uh, the High Limit Sprint Car Series uh, event on August 1st. And that, that was at Coconut. And that, folks, is why there was no streaming races on your, last night. On your TV this last night. 10 days. Yeah. Uh, NASCAR action, Xfinity Series uh, on Saturday night. Uh, was that Saturday? That was Saturday day. A, the A-Game 200 at Dover Motor Speedway. Ryan Truex picking up the victory, keeping it in the family on the uh, rain-delayed Monday Cup Series race. Ryan Truex Jr. picked up the victory in the Worth 400. And that Dover was his Motor brother's. That race was his brother's first NASCAR victory. 
years ago. That's right. I think I do remember hearing something yes. about that. That was my first day at work, so I wasn't able to watch that uh, really? my new job. Yeah, I wasn't able to watch that uh, so wait, race on you, Monday. You do something besides this? I know, it's crazy. That's insane. It is insane. Sometimes I question my sanity, and so do others, really. Uh, the NTT IndyCar Series also in action on Sunday. Scott McLaughlin uh, picked up the uh, win at the uh, Children's of Alabama Indy Grand Prix. I believe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much it from this past weekend. Not much uh, going on. Got some racing news a little bit later. We'll give away some Big D's pizza. Very good. How about we uh, give Mr. Schultz a call now, find out uh, about his retirement and uh, the upcoming race seasons at both Toledo Speedway and Flat Rock Speedway. He's been the general manager out there for how long? I think we're going to have to ask him. Oh, okay. Hello. Scott Schultz. It's Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, Hammer Down Race Report. How's it going? Good. Doing good. How about you guys? Good, Scott. Doing all right. We were just uh, talking. How long have you been the general manager of those speedways? Uh, Full time, 31 years. Is that all? Uh, yep. That's it. That's it. Did it uh, part time for about seven or eight years uh, prior to that. So it's been a while. So what uh, what's uh, what's up with this retirement news? Well, I'm just like every guy. I'm I'm a guy with a job and I'm retired. That that's all there is to it. Uh, we've been talking about it for a couple of years. Uh, you know, it's just it, it's just time for me to 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 move on. Uh, we need some fresh blood and we need some some new uh, bodies around. And uh, Brandon Hamby. Uh, my successor is, is already on board. Uh, he's the UNOH guy uh, down at Northwest Ohio there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll end up graduating with a motorsports marketing degree here this uh, fall. And he's in uh, all the way. Uh, he's been with us for over a month already. And I, I think uh, he will do fine. I really do. So we'll be talking with him next year then. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm going to be around all summer. I'm not going any place this summer. Uh, I'll start to, to back down a little bit come July, but uh, the plan is right now is I'll stay around for the entire season uh, when it comes to the paperwork trail and things like that. So but, you'll just um, you'll just move out of the press box down into the grandstands then. I haven't been in the press box in twenty years, so <laughs> but, uh, I always just stand by the fence. But uh, now it's it, it's his time, you know. I'm, I'm uh, my wife and I are both retiring at the same time. We're both in pretty good health and. You know, there's some things we want to do, and you know, I'll be honest with you, and Ron, you can attest to this. Things I've put off for 30 years or more. You know, uh, when you're sucked into this as tight as we all are, yeah. You know, you, you put you put everything off. Uh, you know, so you know, I owe it to my wife, I owe it to my family. Uh, but but it is time. Um, Brandon has done a great job already. Uh, he's not afraid to get his hands dirty. Um, you know, he's he's doing well. Um, he and uh, Liam Arast, who is a young man from East Michigan that's been helping us the last couple of years, have exponentially grown our social media uh, just in the 30 days. Uh, they've done a great, great job, and they're just scratching the surface. And, and you know, this is where having someone of that age uh, to go to be there now and catch up uh, to do those kind of things. And uh, Lord knows none of us are getting any younger. 
What, uh, what so, are you saying you know, about what are you saying yeah, about seniors, yeah. Scott, not being able think, to I, figure out I uh, social media? Only, I think oh, I didn't say that. I didn't <laughs> say that. I just how about I, I don't choose to for the most part, but I uh, understand. And I just and I just shake my head at the rest. So, uh, but uh, no, it's it's been fun already. Really enjoy it. Um, he knows he's got his hands full. Um, you know, it's it, it's the only full time employee uh, for for the two tracks and. While we don't have, uh, you know, we've got seven events at Toledo. You know, we've had seven or eight events at Toledo for the last four or five years. Uh, you know, you couple that with 17 at Flat Rock and then all the non-traditional events that we have at the both tracks, which is about eight right now. So we, we've got a full a full summer going in front of us for sure. But uh, now he's, he's right in there. He's dug right in. Uh, we've been on the meet and greet tour for the last two, three weeks. And uh I'm looking forward to, to working with him all summer and, and still being around. Why don't you tell us about the uh, Toledo schedule? It's it's a little abbreviated, but uh, yeah, some, but it's there's not some big that much. And, and that's and that's, that, that's something that's a little bit of a misnomer, Ron. You know, if you go back the last four or five years, we only had eight, nine events for the last four or five years. Um, and I know everyone, oh, you can run every week. Well, if it was that case we would be doing it. There are very, very few tracks as big and fast as, as Toledo that are running on a weekly basis anymore. Uh, you know, you, you can you imagine trying to run a car at Toledo 13, 14 times a season on the big track? It's just, it's very, very difficult to do. And it's, it's of no one's fault. It's just the world we live in today. But um, yes, we have a lot of touring series come in, a lot of new things which we're very excited about. We have 11 touring series between the two tracks. Uh, May 26th at Toledo, we have the Ohio Wheelman Series coming in. Uh, we were, we've been talking to Will Wiggins for a couple of years, and we were able to bring him in, and the Midwest Compact Touring Series also at the same time, and that's Friday night, May 26th. Uh, June 18th, uh, a doubleheader we've never done before. We have the 500 Sprint Car Tour, which is based out of Anderson, Indiana, and the folks that run the little 500. Uh, they've done a great job uh, with that. They're, they're getting full fields of cars, uh, non-wing. Uh, we're going to couple them on the Father's Day special with the, oh my goodness, i got to think about the uh, Midwest Modified Tour, yep. which they had last year at Flat Rock for the first time in several, or at Toledo for the first time in several years. So that, that takes us through that. And then we have our traditional uh, USAC Silver Crown Race in August. Uh, the Glass City 200 changes, uh, the ASA Stars National Tour for the Super Late Models, which has just been born uh, and using the ASA name again. They have 10 races across the country and we're one of them. So it's back to a 200-lap race. Uh, and then we end up this season with the ARCA National Championship again. And we are going to run an outlaw uh, Super Late Model show on that day, uh, a 50-lap feature just prior to the uh, ARCA National Championship race. So... We like our schedule. Uh, you know, we, we've worked at it. Uh, we like bringing in touring series, and I think that's pretty much what you have to do with a track the size of Toledo. Uh, uh, it eats cars and eats money, uh, as everybody knows. Um, but at the same time, it's awfully exciting to watch cars there. Uh, needless to say, in the half. But uh, we're, we're encouraged uh, by our schedule, and, and we're looking forward to it. Now you said the the ASA uh, late models are going to go 200 laps. When's the last time the Glass City 200 has actually been 
200 laps for one class? Uh, I think it was 20, I think it was 2016. So not that uh, long ago. 2017. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, uh, 2017, we switched, I believe was the year, Scott, where we uh, did a hundred lap outlaw super late model and then a hundred lap of the ARCA CRA uh, stock body late model template, template body. So yeah, I think 17 was the first year we, we, we did that. The car counts started to dwindle. Uh, you know, and, and, and it's tough right now. Pavement asphalt racing is, is definitely a, a tough road to hold right now when it comes to sustaining a field full of cars to run on a pretty much weekly basis uh, or even, uh, you know, once in a while. Uh, there is a huge wave of outlaw super late model races all of a sudden in yeah. 2023. Uh, I think there, well, we charted it out back last November already. There is only one off weekend for Outlaw Super Late Models, big shows, uh, from next week till the middle of September. Um, that, that's going to be tough. We'll, we'll see what happens with the field of cars. I hope, it, I hope it's sustainable for everybody. Uh, you know, everybody's putting their best foot forward and, and taking a shot at this, and, and uh, we'll see where it all goes. It's a funny, funny world we live in right now, needless to say. Uh, I, I'm I'm really excited about uh, seeing the Arkham Menard series there again. Boy, that that's just yeah, always a are, great race. Yeah, they are fun to watch. Uh, they really are. Uh, I love watching those cars. You know, the the big full size cars and uh, and the bodies are beautiful on them now. They're just absolutely gorgeous. And uh, I'm sure you've seen at Flat Rock, we're going to run the Arkham Menard E series for the first time since. 2000. Well, we were saving the um, best for last there, Scott. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I'll stop right there. No, that's Go ahead. Fine. What was the next question? <laughs> no, no uh, but yeah, that race. No. When, when's the last time oh. the ARCA series was at the rock? Uh, 2000. So it's been 23 years. Wow. Uh, it's the uh, ARCA Menard series East, which right. the difference is the East and West is the age. They don't run the big speedways because you have to be at least 18 to run a quote unquote speedway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these are for the younger kids who uh, are rising and future stars. This William Solowich is, is incredible. He, he's a Joe Gibbs racing guy. And uh, he won the Arca CRA race at Toledo last year as a 15 year old. And he's going to be there. Uh, I don't know if they released there yet or not, but Billy Venturini is going to run one of his cars uh, at Flat Rock. Oh, uh, right. Just, Something he wants to do, yep, yep. We're uh, that should be very interesting, needless to say. But you know, the Solowitz kid and uh, I can't remember. I'm sorry, the, the kid from Wisconsin is in it. Uh, you know, they're a uh, move penthouse, I believe it is. Uh, you know, there there are a lot of up and coming stars, and honestly, they're probably names you're going to see in Cup here in the next five to seven years. Uh, and and they are all running this Arkham and RD series, and uh, you know, we're looking forward to that. I think uh, it's a great show. Uh, you know, those big cars on that track are fun to watch. So uh, it, it should be very interesting. And that's uh, coming up on May 20th. Do you know if uh, any of the, the Arkham Menards regular series uh, drivers, uh, any of them planning on showing up? Or not, no? that, not that I know of at this point. Uh, I really don't think there are any. Uh, I know Brad Smith uh, crosses back and forth and, and does both, both the Menards series and the East series when his schedule permits. And being a Michigan driver, needless to say, he'll be there. Uh, Jeff McZink, which is a form, he's a former late model racer with us. He lives like about 10 miles from Flat Rock. He has a Menards car and I know he's going to run the East race too. So, uh, but as far as the, any regulars, I, I, I haven't heard of any, uh, to date, not so far. 
Okay. What other uh, what other big events you got coming up at Flat Rock this year? Well, <laughs> the very following week, uh, this was the only week the East Series could could jump in with us at Flat Rock um, on Saturday, May twenty seventh, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, very first time ever, we have a double header with the Joy Fair Memorial one hundred for the Outlaw Super Late Models one hundred laps and the Midwest Modified Tours returning to Flat Rock for the first time since two thousand five. So we really like that doubleheader. Um, you know, there are so many outlaw super late model races now. We just felt we had to add something to this to make it a hook uh, for fans. And and I think this this could very well be a very, very interesting show. Uh, there are a lot of modifieds in this area, as you know, pavement modifieds. Right. And there's a lot of guys that want to run flat rock. So uh, we're, we're pretty enthused about this. Uh, we, we think it's the week after the East race, but, uh, that's the way the schedule falls, but we're very, very enthused about that doubleheader. And of course the wild figure eights will be with them too that night. So, uh, it should be a great show, um, on the May 27th. Okay. I'm looking, I'm looking through your schedule here, seeing what other uh, things pop up. You got the, uh, the, uh, Moran Chevrolet Stanley Memorial 150 coming up on July 22nd with the, uh, outlaw super late yep. models. Yep. Yep, always a tradition. <laughs> Excuse me, always a tradition at Flat Rock, and uh, it's always uh, it's cool to watch those guys 150 laps. You got to manage your tires, uh, pick and choose your spot, uh, keep keep the uh, keep the fenders on the car, and uh, that's always the goal with that race. Needless to say. Now, what uh, what event are you most looking forward to this year at, at either uh, Flat Rock or Toledo? I don't know. I really don't have any favorites. To be honest with you, I, I like our schedule all the way around. I just think it's a, you know, a very, um, there's a lot of variety when you start to look at the whole thing. Uh, real, real enthused with the variety of the, of the schedule. I, I think, you know, some of them stand out, you know, the East race will be very interesting. As you said, uh, the, the Midwest modified tour, I think the Ohio wheelman series is going to be very interesting. very, very interested, as I said, we've been talking to Will Wiggins for a couple of years, and uh, we were able to put together a program with him uh, in the Midwest Compact Touring Series, and we're going to run our factory shots for 100 lap feature that night too. And it's kids' night; kids get in free and get a free hot dog on May 26. So, you know, we put a uh, put a little bit of promotion into it that way, and then uh, you know, it's it's something new. Um, it, it's something that has some notoriety. The Wheelman Series has done a great job. Uh, Will Wiggins has done a real good job, as is Drew Jack with the uh, Midwest Compact Series. Uh, they're running all over the place. Uh, and again, this, I think, tells you right now that they are getting dates all over because tracks are looking for fill. They yeah. are struggling with car counts in some instances, as we are. Uh, we're no different than anybody else. And I, I think this this was their opportunity uh, to do that. And uh, they're running all over the place in Michigan, Ohio, and Indiana this year. So yeah, we, we're going to get them early in the schedule. So, you know, we're hope, hoping to have good field the cars and uh, uh, definitely something different and uh, very interesting. Scott, uh, you were talking about potentially low car counts. How's the economy playing into your forecast for both tracks? I'm afraid because I don't read. Every time you pick up the paper or read something, you just have to go, wow. Is this going to happen? Uh, you know, uh, I, I really, I, I don't know, Ron. We're we're optimistic 
Uh, we feel we can have a better year 2021 coming off of uh, the pandemic. Oh, of course, sure. at Fly Rock, we didn't run. At Fly Rock, we didn't run at all. And at Toledo, we ran uh, a bunch of races with no people in the grandstands. And then we ran the Glass City and the ARCA race at the end of the year with 50% capacity. 22, uh, 21 was great. The rebound year was great at both tracks. Just very good. And last year, we got off to a good start. And then when gas went to $5 a gallon and the inflation hit uh, in early July, every short track that I know of, uh, at least in the state of Michigan, took a downslide. Yeah. And we and, and, that, we and that's a dirt or now, pavement. I yes, and I yes, and and I have heard that, but you know I can't uh, attest to that. But uh, we had a six week slide there from the middle of July and the end of August that you just had uh, you, you just knew what was going to happen, but it was an immediate impact. Uh, look, when it costs that much money to live, we all know that we all got to go to the grocery store and and fill our cars up with gas and things like that. You know, it just took a big bite out of everything. Speaking and, uh, of, we just we saw it. Speaking of which, uh, uh, how are uh, admission prices as compared to uh, to last year for either track? We kept we kept everything the same. Okay. We have not raised any prices from last year at all. All the prices we can control, we have not paid pit passes, ARCA memberships, um, um, admission, <coughs> excuse me, admission to to events. We have not raised any of those prices. Uh, unfortunately. We don't control tires, uh, fuel, and of course the uh, concessions. So, but we've been able to keep our concession prices. We're only going up on like two or three items, but we've taken a hit on all of them, as you know, as you go to the store. <laughs> but uh, you know, we're we're confident that that we're where we need to be, and hopefully, you know, the economy stays solid and steady as we go through. But Ron, uh, back to your point. Man, you, you just don't know. In uh, last year's a very good testament to that. You know, when, Scott. When Scott, I, I five dollars down hit, and it just pounded us right away. I see the other side of it from the racers, and a, a lot of guys are telling me that they just are unable to run every week. There's no doubt, Ron. You know, there's th- no doubt. There's they're still going to be there, and I think we'll still see the same number of cars. But boy, yeah. I, I just don't think we're going to see all the cars every week. No, I, I am I am in full agreement with you. That is a very good observation. <clears throat> um, what we're, we started to see it last year. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, and, and this goes back to the Toledo schedule. Yes, we would like to be running every week. And I know a lot of people are screaming at us. You don't know, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's okay. <laughs> That's all right. But, but, but we have to run it as a business or we can't run any races at all. So, you know, just like Ron Miller race cars have to be run as a business or right. Ron Miller race cars won't open his garage door when you go and knock on. That's it. Um, you know, and we're just, you know, we're like everybody else. Um, we're, we're, we're enthused about what we do. We're putting in long hours right now, getting ready. Um, but, but I agree with you, you know, the guys can't afford to run every week. It just does not work that way anymore. So let me uh, ask you this: is is, uh, is Flat Rock in danger of becoming a special event track, or is that no? Okay, no, no, no. We're in good shape. Uh, we decided we weren't going to run on the Fourth of July weekend. We're going to let everybody spend the holiday with their family. That would be on July first. We will be dark that weekend, so everybody can have fun and enjoy the Fourth holiday on Tuesday, and then we'll come back on July eighth with our Triple Fifties and Fireworks show. 
which is tradition at Flat Rock the week uh, after the fourth. And but you'll, and you'll probably you'll probably hear from the fans. Why are you closing? Yeah, well, uh, all 350 of them that showed up last year on that day <laughs> convinced us right away. We yeah. were standing in the press box, and we went, you know what? And we Let's... we weren't going to schedule that weekend anyways in 22, and we did it. And, uh, you know, then we just looked at each other and went, you know what? We really need to uh, take a break here. So, it, it, honestly, it, it worked its way out uh, for us. It's a, it's a good midsummer break. It's a business. It's a good midsummer break yeah. for the for the track workers too. Yeah, absolutely. No, Flabrock is is good and solid. Uh, we're very, very, very fortunate for what we have. <clears throat> I think our late mile car count for the outlaws will be between uh, twelve to fifteen on a steady basis. Could be a little higher. Uh, we've got some new blood coming in. Uh, street stocks continue to just be absolutely amazing. Uh, tremendously competitive, and I we averaged 25 cars a night last year, which is phenomenal. Uh, we had 35 was the high uh, for the night of their 100 lap feature. Uh, we've got new guys coming in already. I think we've already had 24 at practice. So you know we really are encouraged with like that. Figure eights are just it, it's a it's a different type of guy as, as Ryan can attest to. Um, you know, there's that 10 to 12 to 14 cars, uh, got a couple new guys. Uh, but again, as you said, they can't run every week and we don't run every week where each division is running 11 times this year. Uh, it was 12 last year, but with us taking off that July holiday week, uh, that cuts everybody back to 11. And, and, uh, and that could be yeah. a good thing for perfect attendance in, in every class. Yeah, we hope so. We hope so. Um, you know, we're a little calculated with it. At least we like to think we are. But, yeah, I, I, I like our chances with that. And, you know, as you said, guys can't run every week anymore. They really can't. Um, it's just it's the day and time we live in and the economy and the state of auto racing and our industry as a whole, not to mention any other industry. It's, it, it, things have changed. And, you know, we've got we to gotta make changes, too. But there's still uh, point championships then for for your uh, weekly classes and absolutely yep. Who yep. Uh, who are We're the very important. who are the favorites uh, this year? I don't know. <laughs> Come on, I don't like to get. I, I don't know. I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't do that. Who's your favorite driver? I don't do that. Yeah, I didn't think you would. <laughs> Joy Joy Fair was my favorite. Yeah, he was... Joy Fair. Joy Fair, John Anderson, and Joe Rutt. Kenny Schrader, oh, right? Three of the best guys that there ever were, right there. Speaking of, speaking There's of, no Ken- doubt about, and Danny Bird, I would be mistaken yep. if I didn't say Danny Bird too. Speaking of uh, uh, Kenny no Schrader, how many times is uh, Kenny going to be running the school bus figure eights this year? He's running the bus race next Friday night, May twelfth at Toledo, okay. and then Saturday the thirteenth. I think he's going to run a street stock. Uh, Gregor's still working on that right now, well, but yeah, he's cool. in town for the weekend next week. So, well, that's pretty cool. Always fun. Always fun to listen to him. He tells good stories. Uh, always a hilarious interview, needless to say. But so no, he's a good guy. And uh, your first couple events at Flat Rock, you have the uh, the early start time again, starting at uh, yeah. four race times at yeah. four o'clock. What time uh, gates open? Yeah, yep, gates open at two. We'll start practice at two. Also, yeah, May sixth to May thirteenth. Thanks for pointing that out, Scott. Yep. May sixth to May thirteenth. Both shows start at four o'clock, and then we'll switch to night racing on uh, May twentieth, and we'll go at seven o'clock for the rest of the season. And that's worked out well for you the past, uh, it's been two or three it years. Did. Since you did it that. did. It did. We got a little too smart and went a couple weeks too long last, <laughs> last year. 
<laughs> so we, we cut it back a little bit. So. Okay, and uh, so Flat Rock uh, opening up tomorrow night with Outlaw Super Late Models, figure eights, and street stocks, and then uh, next Saturday week, night, May sixth, or Saturday afternoon, May sixth. Yes, sir. And then uh, Toledo Speedway kicks off then May twelfth. Then yeah. with that, uh, yep, May twelfth. Yep, Toledo Speedway Friday night, May twelfth. School bus figure eight race. Ken Trader driving a bus. Late model sportsman on the half. Uh, factory stocks on the short track. We well, we'll also have a boat figure eight. And a fight pole race. So good night to be there. Great way to kick off the season. At least for this weekend. Uh, I, I don't know if you've been following all the other tracks in this area. Trying to get any kind of racing uh, going this spring has been non-existent. So uh, it looks yes, like we sir. got a, we got a yeah. good forecast for you for yes, this weekend. Yes, we do. Yep. Yep, I think everybody is very fortunate and very happy this weekend, needless to say. So uh, ToledoSpeedway.com, FlatRockSpeedway.com. Schedules are up on there. Uh, any other information uh, should be there as well, I believe. Yes, sir. You are correct. Well, uh, good luck on on your uh, retirement year. Is there going to be a big party or anything at the end of the, the season? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm just a guy with a job who's retiring. That's all there is to it. I just appreciate everybody. Uh, needless to say, I'll miss it. But, um, you know, it's just time. And, and like I said, we need the new blood. We need some new direction. And, and Brandon's going to be able to start that, and he already has, and he's got the ball rolling. And, uh, you know, we'll, we've got a foundation, and, uh, you know, he'll, he'll take us on to the next, uh, to the next decade and uh, see where we go. Well, Scott, uh, if, if we never get to talk to you again on the radio show, congratulations on your tenure with ARCA, and uh, good luck in retirement. I'm looking forward to it someday so he'll never retire. i know you are i know you are <laughs> thank you very much i appreciate it uh i appreciate you too both ron and scott for everything you've done for our tracks and and i'm sure we'll continue to do and uh, we look forward to seeing you guys this summer yep it's been great working uh with you the past uh, few years thanks a lot appreciate it thanks yeah. scott thanks scott we'll uh talk to you later thank you right, bye on to the next guest, Scott. We have another guest? I think so. That crazy bearded guy that just showed up there, popped up in the screen? It's not much of a beard anymore. It's no. Just... No, no, it, it had to get trimmed down a little bit. I, I was it's getting... A, it's a little bit just... Look, looks more like just scruff. Uh, be... I, I was looking like I was homeless before. I, I decided <laughs> it might, might be, <laughs> be a little more professional to, to bring it down some. I'm trying to grow mine. I just started a, a week ago. It's my playoff beard, hockey. Play your playoff beard? Yeah. Okay. My, my hockey playoff beard. Um, right on. Jerry Keezer, announcer at uh, Lima Land Motorsports Park, uh, among other places. Waynesfield, formerly Montpelier, <laughs> formerly uh, kind of of Mill Street. <laughs> but that's another story for another day. The Rumble. Uh, yeah, Rumble I, yeah. I've made my rounds. Yeah. Shady Bowl. And uh, tonight we're going to talk Lima Land. Before we get to that, though, let me uh, knock out a couple other uh, sponsors real quick. i uh, got to mention Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race. Oakshade Raceway. Uh, you can follow at oakshaderaceway.com. Follow on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. And uh, we'll, we'll get to that later. Uh, Ron Miller Race Cars, 734-856-7223. Give him a call for race cars, safety equipment, parts, service, broken weld stuff. Yeah. Uh, rear end fixing. You're going to fix the rear end of my car now before this to. weekend. 
What'd you break? I didn't break anything. You wanted to fix oh. the rusted out rear end. Oh. Anyway, I got a rusty rear end. That's, a, again, another story for another time. Jerry Kieser, let's uh, let's talk Lima Land. What's, uh, what's new this year at uh, Lima Land? Hold on. I need to answer this question first. Where hasn't Jerry Chris announced? Mize, I still haven't announced it. Sandusky. Sandusky. Me neither. <laughs> we need to get those off our bucket list, Scott. Well, I think we're usually busy on Saturday nights. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not anymore. Well, oh, well, I got yeah. pretty good. I got pretty good this summer. I got a pretty relaxing. That's right. uh, my Friday nights obviously going to be at Limeland Motorsports Park starting tomorrow with our season opening shootout presented by Smith Vaughn. Uh, Saturdays I, I got pretty free. We got a few races at, at Wayne's Field throughout the season, but uh, I'm going to going to have some fun this summer and, and enjoy myself instead of being tight down somewhere every every Saturday, but. Uh, definitely looking forward to Lime Lane on Friday nights. Uh, kicking off tomorrow, the season opening shootout, the NRA Sprint Invaders, uh, the Midwest Shooting Center, Dirt Bar UMP Modified, and our Lock 16 Thunderstocks take the high base of Lime Lane for the first time in 2023. I tell you, when I was out at the track earlier, I, I posted a quick Facebook Live on Lime Lane's page. Track looks amazing. Uh, Ryan's been out there all week. He actually started on it Sunday, getting it packed tight because of the incoming Sunday night and Monday. And then uh, it's been, he opened it up Tuesday, let a little bit of that moisture in, and it, it, it looked great. So we're, we're ready to go racing tomorrow at Lima Land and can't wait to see every, all, all of our fans back out there. Excellent. Any, uh, anything new at the facilities? I know those are pretty top-notch facilities already anyways. Not, nothing new. Uh, you know, we, we uh, a little bit of fresh paint here and there, and then got some you know, that going on. But otherwise, uh, really, the facilities are the same. The, the one of the things that we're excited about the most in 2023 is is adding uh, some uh, different shows this year. Uh, the Great Lakes Traditional Sprints coming down for a couple shows. We have multiple shows for the USAC Midwest Thunder Midgets. Uh, the Dirt Track Truck Series uh, getting an additional date in 2023. They're going to three shows up from two. So looking forward to a little bit of different stuff this year and just trying to put keep putting on a great weekly show in, a, in an era where, like Scott talked about, guys can't afford to race weekly as much as they used to. And, and Limeland, we're striving to keep that tradition alive. So at, you know, even if we do have a shorter season, we're still going to be weekly. That's right. Lima typically has a shorter season than other tracks. They start now which pretty much everybody else is starting about now because of the weather anyways but uh they wrap things up uh, what the first second weekend in august but yeah the first first weekend in august august 4th is our uh season not our season championships i'm sorry our pit party king of the quarter mile where we have our banquet right at, in front of the fans uh right there on the front stretch kind of a cool deal where everybody gets to be a part of the of the award ceremony for all of our drivers and they still get to see some racing the same night is there a buffet for that not a buffet, but we do have a big pit party afterwards that, that's including your general admission ticket. Lock 16 pres- provides uh, hamburgers, hot dogs, cold beverages, potato salad, all kinds of good stuff. I, actually, a pretty cool deal every year. How did I miss the late model show uh, at Lima Land this year? On. There's no late model show. <laughs> if it was up to me. <laughs> If it was up to me, we, we would have the Ron Miller Classic at Lima Land Motorsports Park just for you. But well, just uh, after some things happened uh, the, the past couple seasons, uh, we're kind of getting away from the, 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 the special event this year just to kind of 
regroup, get our ducks back in a row. Um, with Barry Marlowe taking over the NRA this year, I think Waynesfield, the end of April, was a great testament to what we're looking forward to in 2023 with the 360 sprints. Amazing car count. The racing was fantastic. Uh, yep. Tomorrow, we, we already got commitment uh, from Harley White's going to be in town. She's going to return to Limeland for the first time in two seasons. Um, you know, and if anybody's ever seen her at Limeland, you're in for a treat tomorrow. So uh, the the associate the NRA's uh, association now uh, underneath the uh, Great Lakes Sprints uh, umbrella is uh, is a positive thing and helping things out down there. Absolutely, I, I think the the state of three hundred and sixty racing has got a much needed shot in the arm that, that that's been needed for years uh, with everything that Barry's doing and and kind of consolidating all of them, but still keeping the separate entities in Michigan and down here. And then having a combined schedule, it, it, it's amazing. I, I can't wait to see how this all unfolds over the next year, two, three years. I think 360 racing in our area is about to explode again. It's a great thing. Now, you you were talking about uh, kind of resetting this year. No special, big special events. But uh, is there is it is there anything in the horizon that Lima Land may become a, a special events only track? Or will it be a oh, weekly no. track for for the foreseeable future? As far as I've been told, as far as I'm concerned, Lima Land will always be a weekly Friday night track. You know, like I said, we, we did shorten our season down a little bit, and that, and that helps. That that means, guys, you know, they don't have to commit to a 24-, 26-week season. You know, we got 13 shows, and that still gets them eligible for NASCAR points and, and things like that, and the NASCAR contingencies are, are huge for the, the teams and sponsors. So it's a great thing to, to have that. And it lets drivers that maybe don't have the big budgets an opportunity to compete. What about uh, admission prices uh, and payout? Is that uh, remaining uh, consistent as last year? Absolutely. $12 general admission adults, 16 and older, uh, ages 12 to 15 are uh, is $6. Ages 11 and under get in free. It passes all just $30, same as last year. Um, you know, it, it's an affordable night out with family. Our food prices are have always been great. We had to bump things up a little bit, obviously, because of the economy last year. But I believe this year everything stays is staying the same. Um, it, like I said, going out there today, it, it's it's home. You know what I mean? It, it's, and I, I'm excited. I'm ready to see the NRA Sprint Invaders back on the quarter mile of Thunder. I, I think I'm – this year, the optimism at Lima Land is higher than it's been in, in quite a few years. Awesome. What uh, What are some of the drivers to keep an eye on this year? Well, obviously, the NRA Sprints, you, gotta, you always got to watch Jared Horman. Uh, you know, he's something else. He had some bad luck at Wingsfield a couple weeks ago. And last week, uh, down in Tennessee, had, you know, had that hit, uh, shock while he was, he was running second and knocked the, the cover off the mag box and ended up getting shocked through his left arm where he couldn't move his arm briefly. Wow. It was a scary deal, but he was able to get the car stopped. They get him checked out, and he raced the next night. But uh, guys like him, he's always tough. Chase Dunham, the 66 car out of Lipsk, Ohio. He's a young kid who's who's done wonders. One couple features last year at Lima Land. Who was that again? Definitely, you, you, you kind of broke up there. I'm sorry, Chase Dunham. Chase Dunham, out of Lipsk, okay. Ohio. Drives a number 66 family-owned car. Um, the NRA is, is, is loaded with so much talent. That, I mean, you never know who's going to win from night to night. So, and, and then you get some of the guys coming down from Michigan 
to compete with our local guys. And it, like I said, it turns it into a whole other thing. And then, Lin, you know, Lindsay, Oklahoma's Harley White coming all the way out here to run for Ed Newmeister. It's, it's great. Um, so, and then, then our uh, modified, obviously, Todd Sherman, always, you know, the, the one of the favorites, the all-time winningest driver at Lima Land, but Tony, Tony Anderson, not far behind him in to- win totals. Uh, Mike Learman stops in the town. He's always a threat to win. Dylan Woodling. Uh, Dalton Lane out of Boston, Ohio. Here's a young man. He's in, in, I believe, his second full year in a modified. He's getting better every week. I, I look for him to be a contender this year at some point as well. Uh, stock cars, Tony Anderson. Obviously, you know, he, he's been doing it forever. He keeps threatening retirement, and I don't think it will ever happen. But he'll definitely be tough to beat Andy Welch. Uh, you know Bob Bockerty's planning on coming over and hitting some races with us. Uh, you never know when Kyle Moore is going to show up. Then our Thunderstock, our, our UNOH racers and the Thunderstocks are always, always tough to beat. And, you know, then, you, you know, our local guys, Chris Douglas, guys like that are always going to be fun to watch in the stock cars as well. Any uh, non-racing events scheduled for this year? Such as, such as uh, midget wrestling, you know, Jerry <laughs> wrestling. And no midget. midget wrestling. No, Jerry takes on the, the, the micro wrestling federation. But you speak of midgets. We do have three shows with midget race cars. Really? Or two, two shows. USAC uh, Midwest Thunder Midgets, the D2 Midgets, right. uh, next weekend on uh, Friday, May 12th. The uh, third annual Mike Stryker Memorial takes place. Uh, I'll tell you what, the... Midwest Thunder Midgets, if you haven't seen them run, uh, last year at Montpelier, I got to see them uh, quite a few times. And there were nights where they left me without a voice because it was that exciting. I'm at the top of my lungs and announcing side jobs for 15, 15 laps continuous, you know, green to checkered racing. And I, I look forward to the, for the same thing at Lima Lane this year with the D2 Midgets. Jerry, I saw the D2 Midgets at uh, Fremont last summer. It was a heck of a show. Those, those young men and women – Put on a whale of a show. I, I also got to announce them at Gas City once last year, and we had a surprise driver in it. Uh, Jerry Coons Jr. had jumped in a car, and he got he got his butt handed to him surprisingly. <laughs> it, it, but it was so much fun, and, and and every one of those teams in the two minutes, it doesn't matter if you're one of the high dollar teams down the you know guys just struggling to get there every week. Everybody seems to help everybody, and they're such a tight knit group. They're so much fun to watch, and, and they are so comfortable racing with each other. You get to see them do, like I said, slide jobs for 15 laps repeatedly, and, and there's not a not a bit of fear between those drivers. Nice. And the opening night tomorrow night is uh, pretty much a, a regular show, just the the Sprint Invaders, the uh, Modifieds, and the Thunderstocks. That's right. At, uh, uh, gate times. Be- Gates open at 4 30. Uh, grandstand gates open at 5. Hot laps at 6 30. Racing at 7 30. Like we talked about, admission prices $12. General admission $6 uh, for ages 11 and I'm sorry, <laughs> 12 to 15 and then 11 and under get in for free. Uh, pit passes all ages $30. Can't beat it. Like I said, one of the, one of the most affordable shows anywhere. And it. it's going to be a great show. I, the track, like I said, I, I'm as excited about the, how the track looks for opening night as I'm, I've ever been at Lima Land. I, I'm thrilled. I think we're going to have a really, really good racetrack tomorrow. Has there been any talk about any uh, kind of streaming video to service uh, covering the races out there? Not as of yet. I, I know that, you know, a couple of years ago, there was, it was a 
absolutely not. We're not even going to discuss it. And and now, that, I mean, obviously things are changing. I, yeah. You got to look at every source of revenue stream you can to keep a track open and, and making money. And I, I could foresee something like that coming maybe not anytime this year or next year, but maybe in the next couple of years. We'll see what happens. All right, man. What are you most looking forward to this year out there besides tomorrow? And what, uh, well, June 2nd, Keyser Memorial, always my oh, yeah. one of my favorite races. Uh, the Great Lakes Traditional Sprints will be there for one of two visits, which I, I love the non-wing sprint cars at that time. Um, we have the Keyser Memorial for the stock cars uh, honoring my, my dad, my grandpa, my family that have passed on that have been part, such a big part of Limeland racing. And, uh, you know, it, it's been an amazing run. Uh, this is 20, year 22 of the Keyser Memorial, so looking forward to keeping that tradition alive and as long as i'm there i, I think we'll be able to do that well uh, we hope to see you uh stop by oakshade some saturday night when uh, you're not doing waynesfield on one of your nights off that is definitely the plan looking forward to getting up to oakshade and seeing everybody uh get to watch the the ocho on the track again and see uh, mr miller there professor giving everybody a lesson yeah maybe he might let you drive his late model if you're not i'll nice. bring my gear <laughs> there you go <laughs> nice well uh yeah, maybe maybe we can uh make a meander over that way some night too maybe i don't know if you guys have any off nights i have one limeland but if you get any saturday night off maybe we can shoot east shoot east go and go see mr mize Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's got uh, some. He had some news last night. Where we'll talk about in a little bit too. He's got a big racer going to be coming there in August. Really? Yeah. You didn't hear this news? I, I kept seeing posts, and I, I ended up missing it. Well, breaking news coming is what I kept seeing. Yeah. It, it was a uh, uh, spoiler alert. It's uh, Haley Deegan. It's going to be racing with the. Uh, Oh, yes, um, I did see that. I'm sorry. Compacts are going to be. I thought, I thought you said a big racer. What? Hey, little. Well. She's a little thing. Yeah, I guess if you're standing next to her, she is. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. That's uh, exciting. I, I'm happy for Chris. That to be a hell of a show. I'd rather see her racing uh, than Chris wrestling midget. So. True story. True story. Oh, I, think, I think Chris and I make a hell of a tag team. That so you want to take the midgets on? You want to? We'll re- take them all on. Yeah, okay. we'll take all comers. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. So uh, yeah, <laughs> feel, right free to, the feel free to stick around. But if you got to take off, I understand. Yep, I want to hit it, guys. Thank you yeah. so much for having us. Looking forward again, Lima Land Motorsports Park. Check us out at LimaLand.com. Look us up on Facebook. All the details are there. Uh, season opening shootout tomorrow night. At uh, racing starts at seven thirty. Awesome, man! Looking, uh, looking forward to get race season going around here. Absolutely. So, all right, man. You take care of yourself and feel free to come back anytime. Just pop in. Sounds, sounds good, guys. Have a good night. Thanks. See you, Ron. We'll see you, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry Keezer, the voice of uh, not only Waynesfield and other places, but uh, Limeland. Right. And he's been out there for for quite some time too at Limeland. Uh, before we uh, move on, um, let's do a, a little bit of, but we're going to move on. Yeah. Let's, uh, we got a little bit of racing news. Then we'll give away some, uh, some pizza, big okay. D's pizza here. Um, got to switch back over to here. 
And there we go. Latest racing news. So Casey Kane will join the Superstar Racing Experience Field at uh, Berlin Raceway on August 3rd. Greg Biffle will be uh, one of the 12 drivers on track at Thunder Road Speed Bowl for the SRX uh, competition on July 20th. Um, and there was also another one that I put on here. Matt Kenseth is going to run uh, with the SRX series on August 10th at uh, Eldora Speedway. A bunch of geezers. Well, he's not that old. I know. I should talk. He's, uh, I believe his first uh, race on dirt was at Eldora for the the Dream, the Dirt Late Model Dream. The Prelude? Or not the Dream, the Prelude to the Dream. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Yeah. He probably would have, yeah. Anyway. Uh, Sandusky Speedway announced last night that Haley Deegan, NASCAR uh, Truck Series driver for Thor Sport, will be competing at uh, Sandusky Speedway, August 19th, Saturday night, and she's going to be driving a uh, National Compact Touring Series car. How is she going to make the commute to, from Thor Sport clear to Sandusky Speedway? Walk. Right through the backfield, coming the back way. Yeah. So, uh, big announcement last night, Chris Mize and the guys made, so that ought to be pretty cool. I know a lot of the, the na- former NASCAR uh, big names have been uh, running with that series. Uh, I want to say, didn't Kenny Schrader run a race with I, them? I would I, imagine. I, I believe I've. I remember hearing some talk about Michael Waltrip running a, one of those. I can't imagine Michael Waltrip fitting into one that's, of them. That's would, okay. They would have to cut a hole in the roof and his head's like yeah. looking out above. And that's not safe. Uh, Ashton Torge- Torgerson, uh, you remember him? He's the, the guy that came out of his uh, midget at the, right. the Chile Bowl Nationals. Correct. Um, he is going to make his first midget appearance since he was injured in that scary accident at the Chile Bowl in January. He's going to compete. In the uh, Power Eye Midget Series races at Sweet Springs Motorsports Complex and Lucas Oil uh, Speedway for Tanner Thor Thorson Racing, Torgerson returned uh, to racing action in March. He found victory lane in a micro sprint and two top tens in a wing sprint car. Uh, Fox Sports, uh, actually a couple of TV specials here. Fox Sports is going to air a dirt racing documentary series featuring Kyle Larson. It's going to be called Dirt, the Last Great American Sport. Starts on Tuesday night, May 16th at 7 p.m. It's going to air on FS1. Uh, Fox Films apparently teamed up with Flow Sports for a series that will showcase an all-access look at some of the best drivers in the sport. So I don't know if it's just sticking. I believe so, yeah. I don't know if they're just sticking to open-wheel drivers or if they'll be late models as well. I guess Kyle Larson, he kind of does both. A little bit of everything. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what that is. And then uh, this weekend, Sunday afternoon at 1.30 on CBS, uh, CBS is going to air a World of Outlaw Sprints docu-special. This is just a one-hour, one-time event, uh, 1.30 to 2.30. It follows uh, World of Outlaw drivers... Sprint car drivers uh, focusing on Donnie Schatz, Spencer Baston, former guest on the show, and uh, Giovanni Selzy. And the name of that show is uh, World of Outlaws, The Good, The Young, and The Dirty. Now, is that on CBS Sports? or CBS, the broadcast network. Really? Channel 11 locally in Toledo. Yeah. Ooh. So, a pretty cool deal there. Yeah. Dirt uh, track racing, making the, uh, the broadcast networks. Uh, Logan Walls uh, took a nasty ride a couple weeks ago. It was a Friday night at Tri-County Racetrack in Brasstown, North Carolina, on the first lap of the American All-Star Series feature event. Did you happen to see that? I didn't. Well, you're going to. Here's uh, here's what happened. He kind of got airborne 
and took down a light pole oh, wait, and ended I up did outside see the track. That. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're yeah. going to see it again then. Here Ooh. we go. They'll take it down to the turn number one and two, two and three. Wild one wide out of the wall. Logan Walls out of the field. Red flag. Red flag. He just chopped that light pole in half. Red flag displayed. The driver out of Junction City, Kentucky, taking a horrible ride. Taking out the light pole as well on the back straightaway, knocking the power out. And he walked away. But he walked away. Yeah. Looks uh, like Logan Walls getting out of that machine. He uh, he did bump his uh, hand on the cockpit side of the cockpit and his knee on the steering wheel, and that was about it. Just a couple of bumps, and Bruce other than that, off. he was fine. Yeah, and nobody else was hurt, uh, even with that light pole coming down right in front of the grandstands back there. Yeah. Well, crazy, crazy action there. But uh, thankfully, yeah, no one was hurt. But his uh, Rocket XR1 was uh, pretty much totally used up. Yeah, he was done with that. Uh, and uh, finally, some uh, some sad news. Uh, Paul Young, who had a uh, racing career that spanned four decades in ARCA, and ARCA-sanctioned events and divisions, uh, passed away recently at the age of 62. He was the crew chief for uh, his son, Mike Young, two-time Toledo Speedway track champion. Uh, there's going to be a celebration of life at Toledo Speedway as part of the racing program on August 11th. I should have asked uh, Scott about that. Paul helped a lot of racers, too. He was, very, he owned, very, he was an owner of some uh, yeah, and teams. He, but he was very free with his knowledge uh, and an all-around good guy. Just like you. Whatever. That was a compliment. I was trying well, to be thank nice. You, Scott. Jeez. Uh, we do have a Hammer Down uh, Hotline playback. This actually came in last uh, week, just before last week's show. So it's a little bit dated. Um, and it had to do with, uh, well, it was just a little bit data. Oh. Hold on a second. This is, uh, yes. Here's uh, the the call from last week. It was about 5.30 last week, so it was okay. too late for me to, to get it on the show. Here you go. Hammer Down Hotline. Here's the Hammer Down Hotline weekend weather report for Saturday. We're screwed. That was it. That was that was for last Saturday. He was right. Yeah. He was right. Yeah. Uh, he sounded a little, little inebriated there, too, whoever that was. Yeah. Uh, if you want to call uh, and leave us a message, uh, anything racing-related, feel free to do so. Just call the Hammer Down Hotline at 419-318-3081. And I do believe we have some breaking news. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's the Hammer Down Racing Report. Who is this? Well, hello, Scott. This is Pam Hendricks. Pam Hendricks of Oakshade Raceway. Yes, sir. I believe uh, we have some breaking news. <laughs> yes, we do. Not good news, <laughs> as you said, but uh, it's news. We have to postpone our racing for the 2023 season one week. Man, you had no. me make that graphic and everything for opening night for nothing. I had no, even, we'll use it again. I had no, even we'll arranged for a beautiful Saturday night, Pam. It's going to be. It is, but I, did, I need another day or two to work that track, and it's it's not working in. Well, and and we're all aware that there there are parts of the track that tend to retain water. So, I. So I, we got the water gone. Yeah. Now. 
Yeah, but you know, not the but, mud. Right. Not the the clay that we did add clay. And, and I'm guessing that's what the, the, the issue is, is because of the new clay and, and the, the terrible weather yep. we've had. Yes, you know, five days of rain and six days of no sun didn't help. So it did dry today some, not enough. We did work some, but, you know, now we got to let it dry again to continue on. And it just it just would not be ready by Saturday. Pam, I know you've got a, I know you've got a rain gauge. How much rain did you you folks take at the racetrack? We got almost three inches. Wow! From Friday, from Friday to Wednesday, we got almost three inches. And, and it never had a chance to dry. No, no, we didn't get no sun until what six o'clock last night, five o'clock, where it peaked through for a little bit, and then. Now, today was better until this afternoon. It clouded over again, but it was warmer. It's the first time in three weeks I haven't had a coat on and everything to work outside. Uh, do you anticipate uh, people are going to show up uh, that may not uh, get this message or uh, check Facebook or anything because of the, the weather being nice? You think they're just going to show oh, up? Oh, probably. Okay. Probably. I mean, I just I don't know what else. I can only put it on there, and I'll put a sign out at the gate this week. I didn't. I didn't do that last week. I should have. I, I think but, it was pretty obvious last yeah. week. <laughs> I don't know when it quit raining. They'd come, you know, come by. I had a guy stop and said, "Are you racing?" That was when it had quit raining for a little while. <laughs> oh. uh, no, but, and we still got water running across the driveways where you come off the of three and um, all the way down into the bombers and. No, it's it's wet. It's wet. So if if Hopefully. you if you act if you forced it, what uh, I mean, if you were to try and get the track ready in its current condition, I mean, what would be the the result on Saturday? Just a, a mess, a bumpy track. I mean, you know what? I it, we're both Terry and I are so afraid of, um, really rough, mm-hmm. really rough. I mean, and we don't need that. Um, not starting out the first race, you just, you don't need that. You know, you could lose cars for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, with the damage and stuff that, you know, it could possibly do. It's soft. That's one of the big things. It's soft because he had worked it, he worked it up before we put the dirt on to work, incorporated in, and then the rains came. So it's soft. Okay. Probably if we could have got it done, it, I'd say it's been a fast track. But yeah, got it. It can be a fast track it. next. Week. Better, better to take your time and get, and get it right then for for the following week. Correct, because it, and I don't know if you ever worked. You probably never worked dirt, but there's a thing too. You know, you could put get on there too soon, and it'll you just can't get it out the whole year. I mean, the roughness or right whatever the ruts are i mean some he's done it 40 some years so he does know what he's doing he said there's no way it's going to be ready hopefully hopefully sunday or monday you'll have it already before because aren't we supposed to get that four-letter word again tuesday a little I, bit I, I, I just a very slight chance i don't like watch 30 percent chance it's oh well it's not, not it's bad. not it's not going to be what we had last week oh thank god we don't, <laughs> you know, and, you know, I grew up, my dad was a farmer and, you know, we farmed and stuff and I just, 
keep thinking that, you know, I'm missing a, this will be two races. But think of these farmers that have thousands of acres to get in and it ain't getting in. Was it Pam? Pam, I'm probably, I'm probably dating myself quite a bit here, but I remember and and it was the same phone number that you've got now. I remember calling in the spring and asking John Green if he was opening this weekend. No, I ain't got the corn in yet. Maybe next <laughs> week. We'll see. So, yep. you know, you're doing a great job, Pam, and we appreciate well, that, that you want to make the track as good as possible. Really, if you would if you would see it, you would know it would be a disaster because you just don't have enough. There's not enough hours. If you work all night long, you can only do so much when it's wet. I don't know. So, some of, some of us have been long, around long enough to know that we don't need to see it because we already right. know. Right, and I, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. You don't want to see it, Scott. I want to go racing, but I, I mean, I understand it's it, it is what it is. You you got to play the uh, the hand you're dealt with, right? You know, and it's out of our hands, and we we've done everything we could, and we're gonna keep going. And you know, it might you might see us if you drive by Saturday working on the racetrack and stuff, but we got to get it done to get it ready for next week too. Well, we got to work when we can work. And and people can still get out and support other other area tracks. There's a lot of uh, you know, Flat Rock is uh, kicking things off. It's a little bit earlier, four o'clock out there. But uh, Sandusky and there's also a walleye hockey game on on Saturday too. I'm just oh, saying. you can record that though. Like, uh, I could figure out how to you record. You can record screen. that hockey game. No, that's <laughs> silly. That's just silly talk there. And, Pam, but I, can, I could watch it on my phone at while I go to a racetrack. I, I can tell you, you from a, from a racer standpoint, we appreciate the fact that you've put clay on the track. You're you're trying to silence all the people that have been complaining for a while. Um, the weather, you know, it's jerk. really hard to get dirt because you can't make it. It's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's lots of dirt. But it's not always the right dirt. Exactly. Yeah. I, I bring a home so, of at least 20 pounds worth of dirt every week from Oakshade. Attached we'll bring to that my car. back and we'll put I, it back on there. I should. We should collect that. Yes. One of the tracks, I'll take it. Bring it back. Pam, one <laughs> of the tracks in Australia makes you put a tarp under your car and you scrape it, and that dirt goes back onto the track. Really? Yeah. Well. Motorplex in I, Perth, it, Australia. That, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> but who wants to have that under their car? Well, it gets us under there when you're working on it anyway. Huh? Sure. So, you know. And normally it doesn't come off until you get home after a couple of days, and then it just falls off in clumps, right? Yep, exactly. That's it. Yep. Yeah, I know, because it falls off our water boys <laughs> and everything else that we take out there. So oh. we're right there. I said, park them on the racetrack. That way the dirt's back onto the racetrack and not in the driveway. There you go. Yeah, I like that. Well, idea. we do that quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, one one question before we uh, let you go here: uh, Did you have time to uh, think about the cheese cone thing? Cheese cone, cheese cone, cheese. Yeah, the cheese cone. <laughs> okay, all right. The cheese, a little bit. The cheese, but not the cheese cone is an idea for the concession stand. No, we're gonna put a cheese cone on the track, and that's where you. Yeah. Okay. You choose. You choose at the cheese cone. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll talk about this later. You, you, tease, you tease this and you tease that. 
<laughs> and then you get cheesed off. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see you uh, a I week from you. Saturday then. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Sounds Pam. good, and I'm going to hold you to that. Okay. okay. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thanks, Pam. And Ron, congratulations what? on Great Grandpa again. Oh, that's right. Again, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, it was scary there for a while, Pam, but uh, everything's looking much, much better. Good, good, good. I've been there and done that with a couple of mine, so. Yeah. Thank you. Know what that is. All right. Okay, take care, you guys. See you next Saturday for sure, I hope. All right, thank you for the update. All right, bye-bye. Bye. So uh, there you go. Breaking news, uh, unfortunately, not what I wanted to hear, but uh, Oakshade Raceway track just uh, not going to be ready for this weekend with all the rain from uh, from the past, from last weekend and earlier this week. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah, congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Now, is that another future racer in your family? Gotta be. Okay. Very good. His last name's What's Miller and his first name's Devin. Devin. How can he go? How could he miss? There's Devins and there's Millers. Yeah. All right. Uh, how many? Let's uh, let's bust that out real quick. Yeah. Uh, give away some pizza. Figure out who our winner was last week. Uh, I turned off our comments here. Oh, we got Alan in uh, Australia listening. How many? Yeah, let's give away pizza. How many? So last week's how many was how many uh, super stocks were going to be at Oakshade on Saturday, this past Saturday. That number turned out to be zero as everybody got washed out this past weekend. And uh, we had quite a few people guess, but uh, yeah, I picked 47, you picked 46, so you were yeah. closest there. But uh, That was gonna... a little calculated. Yeah, because yeah, I had to pick first, so either, unless I picked zero, and I didn't want to be, th- I didn't want to be that guy. I understand. So... Um, yeah, we got quite a few names on the, uh, the wheel here, the Big D's, uh, pizza wheel. We're going to spin it and determine who's going to win a free Big D's pizza. Shall we go? Here we go. Round and round it goes. And it looks like Kelly Wall. Whoa. Congratulations, Kelly Wall. You have... 30 days. 30 days to claim your pizza. I was, I was listening to the applause. I was like, I was basking there for a minute. Uh, yeah, 30 days to uh, claim your pizza from Big D's in Clyde. So uh, want a chance to win a Big D's pizza uh, next week? This week, the how many for that is, we're going to go to Lima Land for this one tomorrow night. Okay. How, how many NRA uh, 360 sprints are going to be Ooh. at Lima Land Ooh. tomorrow night? And uh, since... You uh, were successfully uh, successful at being closest uh, yeah. here in the studio. You get to pick first. Wow, Scott, that's a toughie. Yes, it is, because I have no idea. Yeah. 22. 22? I'm going to go with 23 then. Okay. So if uh, you want a chance to win a Big D's pizza, go ahead and put your guess in the comments of our Facebook Live or YouTube Live. And uh, whoever is closest will win a Big D's pizza. It doesn't matter if you go over or under. It's whoever's closest. If we have a tie, we'll spin the Big D's pizza wheel uh, with uh, all those that uh, are eligible. So you can pick the same number as someone else. You cannot edit your number. Once you pick it, you're locked in. If you guess more than once, you get the black flag. And uh, we'll give you until, he said, gates open at 430 tomorrow. Make it noon. No, because the weather's going to be good. I'd say it's four. Okay. 
That way people listen on the podcast, uh, you know, early. I All know right. a lot of people listen on Friday mornings, the morning after sure. we, we do this. So we'll give you to 4 o'clock. Uh, once you're done listening here, just uh, hop on over to our Facebook or YouTube page and uh, find our broadcast. Put your guess in. Just like that. As long as before 4 o'clock, you will be entered to win that Big D's pizza. We do have a lot of racing action scheduled for this weekend. Let's check out our uh, Big D's uh, pizza racing menu. Don't I have a thing for that? Menu. Yeah, right there. This weekend, Big D's pizza racing menu. Got too many of those. I get lost sometimes. Tomorrow night, Lima Lamb Motorsports Park. It's the season opening shootout. The NRA Sprints, UMP Modifieds, and the Thunderstocks gates uh, open. Is it 5 or 4.30? Sure. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it, but 5 to be safe. Uh, racing will start at 7.30, that I am sure of. General Mission, $12 there at Lima Land Motorsports Park. Eldora Speedway also in action. It's uh, Let's Race 2, night number 1. World of Outlaws are there. Uh, the uh, World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars, that is. Plus the uh, USAC Amsoil National Sprint gates open at 2, racing at 7.30 at Eldora. General Mission is $34. And Attica Raceway Park, they've only gotten one uh, one weekend in. That's crazy. Since trying to start in March. middle March. Yeah. Uh, so this will be night number two for Attica tomorrow night. The uh, Stillwater Metal Bazell Race Fuels Night featuring the UMP Late Models. We mentioned this last week. 3000 to win tomorrow night. 300 to start. Good payoff all the way yeah. through. Uh, that's the Late Models being the featured uh, featured uh, class, I'm, I'm guessing, because uh, all the sprint car guys are going to be probably down at Eldora on Saturday. Right. Or on Friday. Uh, Friday and Saturday, for that matter. Uh, in addition to the uh, Late Models at Attica, you'll have the 305 Sprints, the Dirt Trucks, and the North Coast Vintage Racers. Ooh. Which I'm not sure is that uh, is that different I than don't the think that's, I don't think that's the that's VARC. That's uh, not the vintage American racers, right? Race cars, interesting. Yeah, I hadn't heard of North Coast Vintage Racers, so that'll be uh, interesting. That'll be at uh, Attica tomorrow. Gates open at five, racing at seven forty-five. General admission twenty bucks. Uh, Friday night at Attica. Saturday night. Here's where you have lots of choices now. Flat Rock Speedway. It's opening night, Outlaw Super Late Models, Figure 8s, and Street Stocks. Gates open at 2, racing at 4. General Mission, 15 bucks there. And uh, as we mentioned, Oakshade Raceway. Is not racing. Uh, Track will not be ready, so no racing at Oakshade Raceway this weekend. Fremont Speedway. They will be in action with the Gressman Power Sport Level Performance Local 55 presents Johnny Oxter opening night. They've been trying to get their opening night going since the middle of of April. Uh, They could have had their opening night, uh, but due to a conflict with Attica, yeah. I wonder Uh, if Dave Gumby Jr. is going to be racing his truck there. At Fremont? Or at Attica? I'm pretty sure he won't be at Attica, but... uh, Well, he's a new dad now, so yeah, he might might be have uh, other responsibilities. Uh, where was I? Fremont. Uh, they do have the uh, four ten sprints, three hundred five sprints, and the dirt trucks. Yeah, gates open at four, racing at seven. General Mission eighteen dollars there at Fremont. Um, Sandusky Speedway. It's uh, they're pushed back opening night. Uh, it's still going to be the season opener, one dollar night. So $1 admission, $1 hot dogs, $1 beer, $1 Pepsi products, the uh, Pure Stock Challenge, Renegades, Beginner Stock, and All-American Iron in action. It's open at 4, racing at 7 p.m. And again, general admission, just $1 there at Sandusky Speedway Saturday night. That's amazing. 
Butler Motor Speedway, opening night for them as well on Saturday. 410 Sprints, UMP Modified, Street Stocks, and Four Cylinders. Gates open at 430, racing at 730. General admission, $15 at Butler Motor Speedway and Eldora Speedway. Let's race to night number two of the World of Outlaw NAS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series and the USAC Amsoil National Sprints. Again, gates open at two, racing at 730. General admission, $34 at Eldora. Just an FYI, I believe Jimmy McCune will be in the house at Butler Motor Speedway on Saturday. He's uh, racing? Yes, sir. That's, that's where he is. This is the new, first time he's uh, back on dirt, then. Yes, with a new fire system and uh, new He's going hoses. back to the place it happened. New hoses, yeah. Very interesting. Uh, and Arnold, to answer your question, I haven't decided yet since I just found out this information. Granted, I knew about it for maybe a half hour before everybody else, but I haven't really had time to think about it yet. Arnold, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to be at uh, Fremont? Fremont Speedway uh, watching oh. some of my trucks kick butt. Seems like I got some uh, some options now, so I'm not sure. Uh, other series action this weekend. The Lucas Oil Late Model Series uh, in action tonight. The Buckeye Spring 50. It was rescheduled uh, at Atomic Speedway, and uh, they're, they're in action along with the... Uh, all-Star Circuit of Champions, the night the stars come out. Yeah. Double event. Uh, that's why I'm trying to wrap this up so I can go watch some of that. Uh, also, uh, this weekend for the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, um, the uh, 19th annual John Bradshaw Memorial at Ponderosa Speedway in Junction, Junction City, Kentucky. That's tomorrow night, Friday night. And then it's the 37th annual Ralph Lathrum Memorial at Florence Speedway in uh, Kentucky as well on Saturday, March 6th. So there's there's another option for Saturday night. Um, the uh, World of Outlaw Case Construction Late Models. They're going to be uh, running the Dairyland Showdown at Mississippi Thunder Speedway in Fountain City, Wisconsin. That's tonight through Saturday. I saw, I believe uh, Dave posted some that uh, Dona Marcoulier is uh, out there running yeah. with them. So that's uh, pretty cool. Good luck uh, to Dona. Um, that is, uh, like I said, tonight through Saturday night, May 4th through the, uh, 6th, 50,000 to win Saturday night for that main event out there in, uh, Mississippi Thunder Speedway in Wisconsin. Arkham and Art Series in action this weekend, the Dawn 150 at Kansas Speedway. That's on, uh, Saturday, two o'clock FS1, the, uh, Craftsman Truck Series in action, the Heart of America 200 at Kansas That'll be Saturday as well at 8 p.m. on FS1. The Cup Series, running the Advent Health 400 in Kansas. That's Sunday afternoon, 3 o'clock on FS1. And a couple other things. The uh, Castro Flow Racing Night in America will be at uh, Illinois Speed Week on Wednesday, May 10th at Spoon River Speedway in uh, Lewiston, Illinois, and Lincoln Speedway in Lincoln, Illinois on Wednesday, May wait. They both say Wednesday, and I copied this from Dave's prep. May 10th and 11th, whatever those days are. Okay. Next week, uh, two nights of uh, Castro Flow Racing Night in America. And uh, the World of Outlaw uh, Energy. Why do I have that last? The, I don't uh, the know. Energy uh, Sprint Car Series, the Gettysburg Clash in Lincoln Speedway. Oh, because uh, that's Wednesday, May 10th as well. That's uh, next week. Okay. So that's, uh, yeah, lots going on. We're race season finally getting going here. You got uh, the weekend weather pit stop. I think it's pretty much. Uh, go, go to any track you, you want that's open. It's going to be beautiful. That's all we need to know. You can even go to tracks that aren't open. It's not going to be as exciting now. Watch the mud dry. <laughs> Watch the mud dry. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, thanks to associate producer Dave Kemmer and contributors John Young, Matt Swander. Make sure to like us on uh, Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. Follow us on YouTube. Uh, if you haven't done so already, that, that helps us out. And it just costs you a click. We don't spam you or anything. It's all good. Make sure to listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. I've been approached by a bunch of, like, uh, podcasting network things. Yeah. Uh, keep it, I'm keeping it independent. We're independent. That we won't have to answer. We're in where? What? Yes. What you said. Um, check us out at hammerdownracingreport.com. Uh, all the information, you can listen to us there, whatever you need there. Make sure to rate and review us as well. Give us a review, whatever. Even if we, well, unless you think we suck, then probably don't. Don't waste your time. We're not worth the effort then. That's it. Thanks to our sponsors, DCR Graphics, Big D's Pizza, Oakshade Raceway, Ron Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Headhunter Barber Studio, and Salon. Don't forget Oakshade Raceway, not in action this weekend. They will have their opener on the 13th, 7 plus 6, yeah. Be May thirteenth. Now will be the opener for for Oakshade. It's a, and it's a real shame, Scott, that they're not going to be open because the weather's going to be nice. Oh, there's going to be a beautiful full moon all weekend. Well, now suddenly I'm not so upset. <laughs> if you're interested in being the sponsor of the Hammerdown Racing Report, send us a message or call the Hammerdown Hotline four one nine three one eight three zero eight one. Thanks to uh, this week's guests, Scott Schultz, Jerry Keezer, and unexpectedly Pam Hendricks of Oakshade Raceway as well. Uh, still working on uh, next week's uh, show, and uh, I th- hopefully it'll be a good one. They're all if it good. comes through. Well, I mean, the guest uh, I'm working on. Okay. Getting back to uh, back into the drivers. Which time? It's been a while since all we've... the tracks are open. We can't yeah. preview anything. Yeah, and now people are, are racing. So, so well, that'll be next Thursday, seven o'clock. Make sure to tune in live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Get out and support your local track this weekend. You got tons to choose from so there's no excuse when do the when do the wall i play again 7 30 tomorrow night friday Ooh. night and saturday night that's why I, not really heartbroken um, i kind of prefer racing but uh you know it's a you you had an alternate option yeah as, as a backup it's uh, it's all right so it is what it is we'll be racing soon enough very good and I, i'm saving enough. money this way i don't have to buy race fuel and yeah. tires and yeah I'm trying to look at the positives. Right. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, folks. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.